and Telling Mom, the podcast about three brothers catching up, playing games, and robbing your local McDonald's down the street. Whoa. Mm. That escalated Dude, there quickly. is actually a McDonald's down my street. That's, that's good. There, Yeah, right down mine, too. It's pretty ghetto, too. There's always so. a bunch of pubescent little high school children <laughs> running around there. It's, it's amazing because in Indiana, I thought that was such a staple to little places like that. But it happens in Florida, too. Yeah. Yay. So I'm Mason, way over there in the corner, hiding with the whales and dolphins is Clace. Yeah, hey. And then really, like, right right next to me, directly to my side, staring at me about an inch away from my ear for some reason. Hey, guys. (laughs) Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I had to completely turn my uh, headphones down. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure it was worth it for the audio. Yeah, thanks. I'm, Steven's probably not going to have any editing to do with that one. Yeah, thanks, Steven. Steven that down a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, anything new from you guys? I got nothing on this end. I mean, I think that the the biggest thing for me is I applied for a corporate job after working eight months at the one store. Um. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, like at the same place you're working now. Mm-hmm. So Wait, is, you work where, where is that? for? Yeah. I work at a boat and retail company (gasps) that will go unnamed. So, okay, yeah, no, I get that. I was gonna ask some specifics, but I (laughs) guess uh, (laughs) we can we can talk about it later. So basically, you're moving on up from working in a store to trying to work at a corporate. Yeah, but do you guys think after eight months of uh, working somewhere that you can? Sure. I mean, a lot of people just apply straight to the corporate position. Yeah, I just keep comparing it to The Office, just trying to think about episodes from The Office when people were trying to move up, and then the intern, you know, Ryan was the one that was able to get into corporate. I think I'm Ryan. I think you're Ryan. Yeah. But Clay, you said no? Uh, I don't really have a good reason why no, but... (laughs) I think like I they're mean, not really in the just same patting city, me on the right? back and wishing me good luck, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not in the same city, right? No, yeah, no. So um, you have cor- to relocate. No, cor- corporate is literally ten minutes away from my house. I drive an hour to get down to the store that I work at now. Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. Well, and I mean, you don't like with a job like that. You don't have to necessarily start somewhere and then get into corporate. Like for me, it makes sense. Right at Right out of college, you could have gone straight to the corporate job. Like, there's no prerequisite that you have to work in the store, right? Right. Yeah, it totally depends on the job. So, like, um, yeah. if you applied for a job that has similar scope to the job you're working right now, and you already have that experience, I think it's a plus that you're coming from another store that already knows the business. Yeah. Um, but if you're applying for a job that, you know, you have no experience in, there's good well, reason my, for them my to pass boss- on you. My boss at the store thinks it's because of a girl. Ooh, is yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, I this you told me about this girl, right? <laughs> did, did I? Yeah, you did. And you I, guys have been talking for a little while. I, I yeah. I don't know anything about this, so uh fill me in. Um so it's really not as heavy-handed as you think. Basically, there's a girl that works at another store at a different location about 2 hours away. And we have the exact same position, and she's a little cutie pie. And the way that we flirt is through the messaging for the company, the, the company messaging software <laughs> system. And the way that we flirt is talking about work. 
It's going really well. The way, uh, excuse me, um, excuse hey. me, the way that we flirt is, uh, through the Twitch chat, uh, while we're watching, uh, Game Grumps, and, uh, uh she's really cute, uh, she I loves would, Battlestar Galactica. What is happening I, right now? I would prefer to, for us to be flirting over Game Grumps, but it's literally, hey, that was a really cool Instagram post. Thanks. <laughs> and then I show it to all my coworkers, like, guys, it's going beow, really beow, well. Beow, beow. So I'm gonna steamroll this mamma jamma, um, and move right into I got I got something else to talk about. Let's so I'm it. sitting at work. I'm I'm sitting sitting at my desk at work, and I check Facebook, and I I see this post come up uh, that said Muhammad Ali has died after like at the age of 76, and it was just one of those articles that I didn't even read it. It was just the headline, and then maybe like two hours later, my one of my coworkers. Says, hey, did you hear Muhammad Ali died? I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. And then the guy sitting right behind me kind of turns around and he's like, guys, he's been dead for three years. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so I check. I, I do a little quick Google search. And, yeah, apparently he died in 2016. Uh, and for some reason, just he died on this day. But the headlines are just saying he died at the age of 76 three years later. But they don't mention the three years later part. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's a fun thing. Yeah. So but, also, I guess, kind of related, uh, I didn't formally meet him, but uh, saw him and we made eye contact this one time. Did you lick True him? love. Wow. Did you wink? Uh, did you, no. did you lick him? No. I got completely naked and... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, hey, he, like, his and then wait, no, and then what? Well, so his grandson played at the CCAC, which is a sports complex in our hometown. Um, While you were naked? No, no, no. <laughs> so his grandson played, I think it was baseball, and so he would be parked outside of the CCAC in this big um, like bus trailer, and he would be there all the time. You'd see that bus there all the time, and... Um, just for did he ever like a, step out of the trailer? I all? only saw him that one time. He's, and he's I in was the parking the lot in the in the trailer watching his son's game. You know, thirty <laughs> yards away. I, Good job, well, buddy. That's what I wondered too. Like, and so that was always the story, right? I was I I played soccer at the same place and always saw that RV camper just parked in the in the parking lot and everybody always said oh that's muhammad ali i never once saw him like is it confirmed that that was actually him he, you know he he wants to cheer on his grandson or whoever it was he opens the door the sunlight hits him and he just starts screeching <laughs> good job buddy wow that's some prime audio for our listeners wow <laughs> Yeah, I hope you guys. Steven, go ahead and leave that in. I think he should have attached a megaphone on top of the trailer so he could just really, really shout out his support. Wasn't Muhammad Ali like basically stupid though by that point in his life? Like he'd been hit in the head so many times that he couldn't really speak. Probably. I don't know if that's true or not. I could totally be making that up. But I mean, he definitely here's the joke. Here's the joke. Imagine if he did have, you know. Uh, a, a microphone or some sort of ampli- amplification system on top of his RV, and then random points in the game, you just hear "Red Bad." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just kind of turns and then, back, and like, then new just people like, are just turning yeah. back, like, 
what's going on over there? Shh. No, 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 no. It's, it's Muhammad Ali. It's Muhammad just, Ali. We just let oh, him do what oh, he wants. <laughs> okay. No, I'm pretty well, yeah. sure that that was true, though. I think that that... Could, I mean, well, I know it was because I saw him one time. At least I think it was him. It could have been a slightly overweight black male with a sweatshirt hoodie on, but mm. I'm pretty sure I saw him. Yeah. I'm, no, that was definitely him. Yeah, that's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, I was at the CCAC yeah. all the time. Do you remember those uh, that camper, though? No, not at all. No, because you know what? I was too busy scoring goals, Mason. And I was too busy saving those goals. Yeah, you were goalie. Uh, Okay, so I want to move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, something I want to, one clap, clap it out. Clap that out. Do we clap for those? I mean, we clap for our segments, but... We can clap at whatever we want, man. This is our podcast. Cool. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll take the support. Yeah. I just, I'm cheering you on. Um, so I was thinking about this this week, earlier this week. And um, so one of the big things that I have probably bad habit that I've fallen into is like, I just eat like crap all the time, all the time. I don't eat healthy at all. And I started thinking about like, what were some of the things that we used to eat growing up? Uh, that was pretty commonplace, but now like completely would make me throw up if if we ate them. So here's an cream example: cream chip beef. Say that again. Oh, cream chip, cream beef. chip beef. <laughs> I used to remember. I okay, so I actually used to love it when mom would make it. I actually made some last month, super recent. I made some myself, and. There's no flavor. Can was you tell me what that you're is? eating? Like, was I that remember... the toast with the weird ham yeah. cut up square? Yes. Oh, but yeah. But what's the sauce made of, Mason? Okay, so it's like flour and butter. <laughs> and that's about it. And milk. <laughs> I, I, I think, which, yeah, obviously that's why it has no flavor. But I added pepper to it. Yeah, yeah, it's literally like that think, with ham, and then you put it on toast. You think about how many yeah. times mom fed us that, and she was probably saving a fortune just by tossing yeah. together oh, yeah. this No, she this actually hated cent. it. Hey, hated eating it or making it? Uh, Well, I mean, obviously she was fine making it because it was super cheap, but she hated, like, she wouldn't eat it. We would eat that, and she'd make, like, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, we absolutely loved it, or at least I did. I'm pretty sure you guys did, too, though. Yeah, yeah. I never liked that. I remember I ate it out of obligation. Yeah, and I never liked you. <laughs> but uh, Clay's, what what were you? So thinking? yeah, I I was thinking of of some of these. I didn't even think of of cream chip beef, but that's a really good one. Um, so another one. This is Mom's this one might be a little more. Kill us. <laughs> you guys didn't like the meals we I made for you. <laughs> that's um, exactly what she sounds like too. Wow. You guys didn't like the cream chip beef <laughs> that I made you. You're making her out to be like a 60-year-old smoker. smoking dollars, you damn kids. <laughs> I went to Walmart grocery store and picked up the beef and the flour for $2. Okay. Oh, sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So, fish sticks and tartar sauce. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that um, was dad's favorite. This might be... So, I think this might be a little more commonplace. I don't know if people eat this. I can't stand fish sticks. Like, um, Really? Yeah. 
it, to me, it's, I don't know, they're, it's frozen fish that you just throw in the oven, you know, I don't know, not my thing. It's the same thing as, like, chicken strips. Yeah, I'm not a it's just fish. big chicken strip person either, depending on how well, it's cooked. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So you just don't like food. Right, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so wait, hold on. Are you guys telling me that if I made you fish sticks and, and smothered it in tartar sauce, you guys would be good with that? As long as there's cheese and bread and make a little sandwich. <laughs> I've never been a fan of tartar sauce, uh, but fish sticks, yeah, I'll still eat. I don't okay. know what I would dip it in, but. So that's totally on me then. Like, that's just, I, but to me, I'm like, yeah, that's, I just don't want any part of that. Another yeah. one was uh, peanut butter and butter sandwiches. Yeah. Ooh. Before football. Ooh, Landon, I don't people think you that ever do that. Did that are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did that every single day before Pee Wee football. But you know mm. what? That's an actually pretty popular thing because I've seen on yeah. Facebook people are like, oh, "This this stuff is fire. This stuff is so good." I'm like, yeah. "You're just trying to I be mean, edgy and weird." <laughs> it's definitely weird, but I I don't think that's that far out of the for Peter me. Peanut butter and butter. Thing... And you already got two. You already got butter in there. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not that weird. I think what's weird is we used to take a piece of white bread, put a piece of American cheese on it. Uh, It's not even cheese, (laughs) just a product, (laughs) and then just throw it in the microwave for like 30 seconds. (laughs) Cheese bread. You take it out, and it's soggy. Yes. And... Ugh. Okay, you guys Dude, don't know how so many rude. times in college I'd be hammered and I would make that and my roommates would always look at me super weird. What did you just make? I'd be like, <laughs> guys, it's cheese bread. It's, it's amazing. It's not a thing. Yeah, that I think that was the, the worst thing that we would make constantly. It's the simple things in life, okay? See, so I I much rather get, and mom used to do this all the time, she'd take the tortilla and put the string cheese and then put yeah. that in the microwave and let it melt that yeah. I can get that's more of cheese bread to me when you literally take a piece of white bread and put American plastic cheese on it and put that in the microwave that's well you man, can't y'all just hate you can't put just regular bread in the microwave it just turns soggy like if if you're gonna do anything throw it in the toaster oven or the oven and that'll mm-hmm. at least help a little bit I used to put but... a bagel with American cheese and put that in the microwave yeah, yeah, just it's good. Yeah, you guys just need to just become a little bit pickier and just a little bit more simple, and life becomes a lot easier. All right, so what is how about the McDonald's grilled cheese? (laughs) I remember, (laughs) I remember that. Oh yeah, that's actually pretty bad. We'd go into McDonald's, and I I remember me specifically. <laughs> I would not get anything <laughs> other than grilled cheese, and that wasn't a thing on their menu. I don't Which know is if it hilarious is to me now. So, but mom would teach them how to do it. <laughs> well, this is what I remember. So I I remember like being in the drive-through. Right, we're going through McDonald's, and there's all four of us kids in the car, and we all want. <laughs> grilled cheese from mcdonald's <laughs> which is not a menu item so we pull up and dad's dad's like all right geez all right go here we go uh i need four grilled <laughs> cheeses and inevitably the person's like what and i think half the time dad would just not even he would just be like you know what i'll explain to you when i get to the window like he wouldn't even waste his time. I will time. get out of the car, go back there in the kitchen, and teach you guys how to make this. Literally, he would be like, "Okay, make a uh, a McDouble, 
take off everything <laughs> except <laughs> except a slice of cheese. Literally, I just want bread, cheese, bread. And they would have to confirm it like three <laughs> times. They'd be like, wait, so you just want bread with cheese in the middle? And dad's like, yes, that's all I want. And then I want you to grill it. So grill it on either side just with the cheese in the middle. And I don't ha- think they would even grill it, though. They'd just like maybe throw the burgers themselves or the patties, not patties, gosh dang it. Throw the bread itself just on the griddle or something, which Maybe. they do anyway for like the burgers. Yeah, and it's just a piece of plain cheese in the middle. Those yeah. people hate like, us. Here's what I wonder: <laughs> having worked in in the food business, how do you ring that up? Do you have to actually ring up a hamburger and then yeah. take everything off of it, and then yeah. you're being charged for like a hamburger? We were, we were definitely charged for burgers. I'm pretty yeah, confident. Yeah, no, for sure. For yeah. sure we were. Yeah. And I think because they would, I, m- maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly, but I, I feel like they would even say, okay, it's going to cost you the same as a hamburger. And dad's like, I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. Dude, <laughs> those, those people had to have hated us because we did that multiple times. So they would, they would have known our vehicle by then. They see us pulling up and they go, God, here we go again. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> what are you Yeah, Pull up hey in that guys. big Explorer van that was like 1,900 <laughs> yeah, seats in it. <laughs> the bus you couldn't miss. Oh, I would. Gosh. I think. I think the only way to make this a good situation is when you pull in, just be super extra about it. Just like, I want... A hamburger. Take off the hamburger. Leave the cheese. I don't want any mustard or ketchup or pickles. I just want the bread and cheese. As soon as they say, um, ma'am, and you just, I want to speak to your manager uh, about <laughs> making this. I think it make a the situation a little bit better. Well, and so what? I I don't know if this makes they the story better or worse. But they, I'm not exaggerating, 50% of the time, they messed it up. So literally, <laughs> like, we would get home, and it home. would just be two pieces of bread and no cheese. And Dad's like, really? Like, how do you mess <laughs> up? How do you mess this up? And it, it was inevitable. Like, 50% of the time, they would screw it up. Uh, well, here's, here's what's impressive, so too. So simple, is, it's complicated. As a parent, I would just tell my kids... No, they don't have that. You can't order that here. And I'm then gonna... if you want a grilled cheese, we're going to go home and make a grilled cheese. Like, it's one thing if maybe one of us wants a grilled cheese and then the other three want actual food items. But every single one of us wanted a grilled cheese. I'm not going to lie. I think like, there's the play as a, as a dad that's kind of a fat ass. I would order four hamburgers, take out the meat, and eat the meat and hand in the, <laughs> the bread and cheese. There you go, bub. Yeah. You're all set. Uh, I don't know how that came about. I'm not really sure why we started ordering that, but it was probably you, and then we just followed you. Yeah, probably. It's your fault. We should we should so, go back uh, as as three grown men. Let's walk into McDonald's, just powerhouse move. Just walk <laughs> in. All right, guys, we want three grilled cheese, and see if they see if they can handle it. Just be like, oh yeah, we remember you. <laughs> all right so we want Where's everybody listening right now to go out to mcdonald's and order a grilled cheese and let us know what happened dude they have to that has to be a mainstream thing now that has to happen all the time unless our family i don't think weird. so if somebody if somebody reaches out to me on facebook or twitter with a video or anything that they actually did this and have proof of it i'll send you five dollars <laughs> 
there's yeah, a secret menu ahead. McDonald's has that we don't know about that's just like it's got these glorious, you know, <laughs> cheese-based meals. There are secret menus. I mean, almost every fast food place has a secret menu. Yeah, but, but it's not going to be grilled cheese. Grilled cheese with Velveeta, and it's like three layers deep, and it's got a little bit of bacon in it, and... So everybody go out and try it and uh, tag us in the pictures with hashtag I told mom. <laughs> Sound good? <laughs> so, so to the one listener, mom, yeah. uh, if you could just do that for us. <laughs> Thanks, mom. And I guess I told myself in that case. But if you're not mom, then I told mom. But. Hey, that girl just texted me. Sorry. Ooh, what'd, what'd she, she say? say? Let's just stop this podcast right here and I'm find sorry. out what she I'm said. Sorry. She said she's going to be in the area this weekend. What do I say? Oh, yes. Let's. Uh, in the area. Let's dip Can you just be like, can you come vacuum my apartment? And, and then. Yo, you want to go get the grilled cheese? Vacuum <laughs> my grilled cheese. Perfect. I see no problem with that. That's poetry. Sent. We'll see what she says. So, uh, did you send that? Yes. Good. <laughs> can I get a Can I get a single clap? Yep. Thanks, boys. All right. All right. Moving on. So, this is Florida Man. I couldn't think of a more creative title for this segment. Okay. I'm sure this is going to get wild. <laughs> Three stories, boys. Three stories of Florida men doing crazy things in Florida, and you have to guess which headline is the true story. You ready? Okay, so hold on. It's it's like two truths and a lie, or but the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. One of these stories is true. Guess which one. All right, one of these is not like the other. Let's go. Florida man... Shooting at target in backyard hits neighbor sitting at dining room table. Likely. <laughs> uh, Florida man arrested after hitting dad with pizza because he was mad he helped birth him. Okay. Um, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Florida man accused of attacking mom when she wouldn't dress his mannequin. I'm guessing the second one's the lie. The first one sounds... Very real. The third one is iffy, but I think the second one's a lie. We're guessing which one's true, Mason. What? There's two <laughs> fake ones? Yeah. I could have sworn it's Florida. Two of them had to have been true, right? <laughs> Just because you didn't find it doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah, so if you think the first one was... Can you read the second one again? Florida man arrested after hitting dad with pizza because he was mad he helped birth him. So there's one true? That's, is that what you're telling me? Yes. It's called two truths and a lie. <laughs> How are you guys complicating this? It's called two truths and this a lie. You're supposed simple to have activity I You're supposed think to have and you're two struggling. true things and then a lie. Are you kidding me right now? Um I think I think the first one is true. Okay. I think uh the last one the mom not dressing his mannequin is the true one. You're both right because all three were true. Florida man is, shot this a target is the worst in the backyard and hits his neighbor. <laughs> this is the worst game. I hate this game so much. 
Two truths and a lie turned into one truth and two lies, which turned into three truths and no lies. <laughs> do you have another one that we could do? No, so that was it. And then we can kind of chat about some of these headlines. Perfect! <laughs> so yeah, a Florida man was arrested after hitting his dad with pizza because he was mad he helped birth him. So I guess the only way to get back at your dad for that is slapping them face with some Was that like in jest, though? Like... A little tip. Was that in jail? And then you just threw I, a piece it, of pizza If it at him. escalated to the point where he was arrested, I don't think the dad thought it was funny. So <laughs> it had to have been a serious hit. I would I would be very bothered with having pizza thrown on me, though, because it's hot, it's sticky, it's Greasy. oily. Yeah. I, it's probably all over his clothes and neck. Like, having that mm. on my neck makes me cringe right now. I, I can't handle <laughs> sticky things on me. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable right now. See, Mason, I relate to you on a whole nother level on that right there. Thank I, you. The biggest, like... So we're biggest... best friends in <laughs> Landon, right? <laughs> uh, Steven, if you could Steve. edit that. Thanks, bud. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that makes me very uncomfortable as well. I would just... I think you the guys thing that upsets get... me about this story, though, is that he, he wasted a perfectly fine piece of yeah, pizza well where's it from <laughs> that's a great point where was if the pizza it was from? little oh caesars then i mean yeah that sucks that was five dollars but it's not really that big of a loss you can just walk down the street and get another one so what's the best pizza what's the best pizza place in your guys's opinion papa john's like to it really depends on how Pappy. i'm feeling wait I, were you I gonna say to eat or to throw <laughs> no, to eat. What is your favorite I, <laughs> pizza place? <laughs> well, I would I would like to change the question to actually, yeah, what is the best pizza to throw? Cuz who cares what I want to eat? I want to figure out what the best aerodynamic pizza is. Uh, well, so, are we talking uh, slices is out cuz there's a square. Are we talking and that's slice or well. whole pie? No, whole pie. So So, I guess um, it's anything that's going to hold to get like what's the hardest pizza? Because if you if you huh. take a soft pizza and fling it like a frisbee, it's gonna fall right apart. But yeah, so you want I, the hardest... I would say Papa John's because half the time they don't cut it all the way through. Mm. Uh, pizza Hut is way too thin. Like for I would some say reason, Domino's. It's paper thin, thin crust. Oh yeah, those I would hold say really dumb. well. Yeah, that's like a legitimate cardboard bottom. Huh. Although with Little Caesars, they they bake it on cornmeal. <laughs> So then you could have like cornmeal pieces flying in your eyes and you could get that like secondary blinding effect going at the same time. Landon, if you could do some more research before you bring oh, these. You know what? I didn't I'm, realize I'm really it was going to into this deep dive NPR journalism. So I will look into that next time. Thank you. <laughs> okay. What's this, um, what was the second one again? We can talk about that. Uh, Florida man accused of attacking mom when she w- wouldn't dress his mannequin. I feel like there's a lot of questions involved here. Yeah. I don't see the problem. <laughs> I was it okay so he, here's a little tidbit about me I used to have like a half mannequin with no arms you guys remember Richard yeah that was my dorm buddy for the longest time uh-huh. yeah yeah and I always had a Hawaiian shirt on him and, and you know one what? day thinking you were back, home alone <laughs> yeah and thinking you back, just if peeled mom, that shirt right off if mom wouldn't have uh you know wouldn't have changed him uh, I probably would have tackled her and gotten arrested for it too and that's only half a mannequin right so imagine the whole mannequin I'd take a leg off and beat her with it yeah yeah I don't know if I would want to touch the mannequin to be honest because 
Uh, it's a Florida man that owns this mannequin in his personal home, and mm. you can imagine. I anyway, just, I uh, would let's love go to ahead and hear, thank our hang on, 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 hang <laughs> on. Well, I would love well, to hear well. the black box audio from that fight. So <laughs> let's reenact this. Mason, you be the mom. Uh, I'll be the son, and uh, Landon, you be the mannequin. Okay. Okay, I'm assuming oh. you're calling me. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, mom. Yes, dear. I I need you to change. Uh, I I need you to change my mannequin. What's your mannequin's name again? You had a special little name for him. I just want to hear you say it. Uh, Brovin. Brovin. Oh, that's right. It's so adorable. Now, what did you need me to do with him again? I need you to change his shirt. Change his shirt from what to what? Uh, He's wearing that red one. I want him to be wearing that blue one. Now, I think he looks much better in the red. It brings out the color of his head. No, Mom! Put the blue one on! I'm just... The blue one is old. You haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I think that's about how that went. So what it comes down to, it, it wasn't even the mom. She it's, It wasn't even that she's like, no, I'm not going to touch your mannequin. It's just she thought he looked better than the red one. Okay. I understand that then. Yeah. I'm glad we worked this out. Yeah. And you know who else is glad we worked this out? All of our, our sponsors! sponsors. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Who is our thank, sponsor? Thank you to Rent a Mourner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, there is no way this is a thing that this allows you to hire professional mourners when you're in dire need to get more people to make your parent seem more popular than what they really were. I can't uh, believe this is an, a real thing. <laughs> My mouth uh, is a mourner dropped. guys works with family members of a lost one to create a strategy of how the hired mourners should dress and act at the funeral. So. If you want a very solemn, you know, black clothing funeral, you can do that. But if you're one of those people that loves to have dancers and a big party, you can do that too at rentamourner.com. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Now, I don't want to hear any negative words about this place. This is our sponsor and... No, you're right. You're right. So, um, basically, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, you go to a funeral... Uh, and there's like four people there. You feel uncomfortable. You know, you're just attending. You had, you just knew the guy a little bit. You feel uncomfortable. So you stick around for five minutes and then leave. And it's just kind of this awkward interaction. So you should rent a mourner and, and allow people to just hang out for a while to not feel awkward, to, to be a part of the crowd. Uh, and I, is, do we know how much a, a mourner costs? Uh, you know what? I'm sure it's based on an hourly rate. So if you got them for two hours and the funeral only lasts for an hour and 15 minutes, you can, hey, Steve, I've got you for another 45 minutes. Can you please come over and hang out with me for a little while, <laughs> buddy, please? Okay, so Clay, you managed to find a link to the actual website. I just want to read this real quick, if I could. You go to www.rentamourner.co.uk. It's a UK-based company. And it takes you straight to a page with Where's Waldo for some reason that says, It's time to say goodbye. 19th of March. This is very recent. The 19th of March in 2019. 
And that, okay, so company went out of business. business, that's fine. But why did they go out of business? Because it proved too difficult to scale this operation to serve the whole country while keeping expenses and prices to an absolute minimum. They went out of business because they had too much business in the rent mortar company. Too many people were dying, man. Uh, wait, 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 look at that last line. We're going to miss you all, even the trolls and pranksters, even the chap from <laughs> Wales calling at midnight. You know who you are. <laughs> oh, my oh gosh. my gosh. So, so thank so you. So thank, thank goodness that they're still able to sponsor us, uh, even yeah. in yeah. their difficult Well, the times. sponsorship deal lasted through July, so even though they, they prepaid, yeah. that's going to extend beyond yeah which is great and for us they also they do have an email that we can contact info Absolutely. at rentmortar.co.uk yes. so i will send them an emails thanking them for sponsoring this episode yeah Absolutely. that would be great and and if you guys could show your support as well that would be great um it really helps out the podcast yeah Go ahead and use the promo code rentamorner.co.uk slash I'm telling mom. <laughs> That's coupons. the whole promo code? Like when you type in the promo code, it's rentamorner.co.uk slash I'm telling mom. You just go ahead and type the web address into the promo code and it'll just get you right to just pull you right up for that discount. It's perfect. <laughs> 10% off. So, I, I am curious. Do you think they're like professional criers? Like, they just go and they cry and they act sad? Or... I would imagine, it, like, each person has their own specialty. Like, if you need a crier, you'll sell Jerry over here. If you need somebody that's really hyped up, you can sell Lauren. So, it's it just depends on what you need. Mm. Send me Lauren. Professionals. Yeah, I'm going to send them a quick email thanking them. So Cool. Any any response from uh, your 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 girl person? Surprisingly, no. Huh. That's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Good job, Landon. <laughs> yep, it was real good. Um. All right. So I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to start this game. That is, I I hope is going to be a series if you guys really like it. Uh, it's called Mason Doesn't Understand Games. Um, in this section, I play a game that I wrote, and it was it's completely original, and I came up with with it on my own. Um, so this this specific <laughs> game in this category is called Twenty Seven. Uh, Judging how this, well you played my game, I I I can imagine this is going to go oh swimmingly. Oh no, it's you'll love it. It'll be beautiful. Okay, uh, so how this game works, 27, remember it. Um, so you two are going to discuss a topic while I walk away from the mic and count to 27. And then when I come back, the game is over. <laughs> okay. All right, so... Wait, what's the so object of the game? To talk about the subject, and then when I come back after reaching 27, it's over. So... Uh, in this, in this, and I'll actually, I'll actually tell you what I want you guys to to discuss, just for my own amusement. Um, it's going to be about the Great British Bake Off, specifically. I, love I want that you guys. Show. No, stop it! The game hasn't stopped started yet. I haven't started counting. I will start from twenty seven and go down to one. The game will end at one. I will not start at one and go to twenty seven, just to be specific. 
Uh, so I want you guys to specifically talk about like the format because it's so different from American television where we're used to our super competitive bake-off shows. So does this, for you personally, does this format soothe you? It make you like miss the competition of America? Does it just anything? Um, so I'm going to walk away from the mic real quick. When you, when you start, when you hear me start at 27, you can start talking. But I swear to God, if you start before I, if you start before I start at twenty seven, I I will start the game over. I swear to God. And if one word is said past one, I quit the podcast forever. Okay, are you guys ready? All right, all right. I'm gonna take off my headphones so I I won't actually be able to hear you. So it's kind of I trust you guys. But, um, all right, the game's going to start here real soon. I'm walking away from the mic. I think I'm going to get in this closet Okay, so he here. can't hear us right now? No. Uh, we need to make sure that we segue this into something time. really, really strange and weird when he gets back. 26! Okay. Well, he's going. Oh, uh, so right. I'm not familiar with actually that show in particular. I'm not either. But uh, I Googled one it. of my favorite parts of that show is how they always utilize 19, midgets, and every uh, episode they actually kill off one of the contestants if they aren't able to bake their cupcakes in the correct way. Uh, so that's actually one of my favorite parts is um, the way that they're able to, to kill the midgets. Um, do you have any feedback on that one? No, but I think that that's a really good point. I, I, I love when the conglomerate of midgets uh, kind of run around and beat people I think there's on, on the kneecaps. No well, more talk they, about the Great They British utilize the actual midget gang. From stop, the, stop, stop. I'm back. Why were you yelling the numbers all the way down? We couldn't even hear ourselves talk. That's good. That's part of the game. So that was okay. called Mason Doesn't Understand Games. And uh, I, hope, I hope it comes up next, next episode. So are you going to play that back and listen to no. that? No. No. Okay. So you're not going to hear this that until it, uh, until it airs. Uh, Clace wins. Yes. <laughs> Screw you, Landon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have said some other things now. Yeah, well, you didn't fight hard enough, and I just I didn't feel it in you. So next time, just bring your A game. I'd appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> so would the listeners. I was the only one that tried. So fun fact, neither of us have seen the show. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> the game's over, so you're not allowed to talk about it anymore. So. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Can I get a clap, please? Yes. Yes, you may. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got I got something I want to I want to talk about, and this is a segment that I, I like to call Facebook Rewind. Okay, what's that called? <clears throat> Facebook, Facebook Rewind. Rewind. Can uh, I hear that in Steve, reverse? Can please? you put some reverb on that for us, please? Yes, deep reverb. Uh, in reverse, it's uh, <laughs> Okay, um, and Steve, if you would go ahead and actually play that in reverse, <laughs> just to verify what he said was actually what he claims. Otherwise, he's a liar, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> um, all right, so on. Uh, let's Mason. Let me start with you first. All right, um, on uh, on Facebook on March fourteenth of this year, two thousand nineteen. Oh, I just figured out what this is. You I don't wrote. Appreciate that. You wrote. <laughs> 
blue corn tortilla chips are a million times better than normal tortilla chips. Why? Yes. Wait, let me finish. Why? Because they're better for you? I couldn't care less about that. When making nachos, the blue <laughs> color contrasts the cheese better, so you oh can make God. sure they're 100% covered in cheese. <laughs> <laughs> can you, uh... I mean, I, I agree and I like your logic thinking, but can you like walk me through that day? Maybe what happened? Any context? Yeah. So um, I had just recently got introduced to getting blue corn tortilla chips just because somebody's like, oh, they're healthier for you and I want to get them. And I was like, fine. So so we got them. And uh, I as I was so I, I I laid out the pan. I put aluminum foil on it. Got the oven preheated perfectly. And then as I started putting the cheese on, obviously the goal of any nachos and cheese is to make sure that every single chip is one hundred percent covered with cheese. But when you have just regular tortilla chips, oh my god, you can't like the cheese color blends in with the regular chips, so you can't necessarily tell what's completely covered. So it's kind of like. Just adding that contrast, you see any blue popping through, you're like, no, and you kill it with cheese. Yeah, no. Hashtag I, I, kill I, it with cheese. <clears throat> well, I want to see those pictures. Well, I want to see those pictures of blue corn tortilla chips covered with cheese. Hashtag kill it with cheese. Thank you. Okay. Hashtag so, I told mom. Is, your, is that like your shameful comfort food is like nacho cheese and, and chips? What's shameful about that? No, like... You okay? We all have a food where we are sh we like shamefully eat too much of that we like bloat oh. out on. Uh, yeah, that would be up there. I do make because it's so simple. You just preheat the oven, throw some chips and cheese together, and blah the boom. Or you could throw it in the microwave if you're super lazy, which is like ninety percent of the time for me. Uh, Landon, what's yours? What's your like shameful comfort food? Cottage cheese. Really? Ooh, right out of the container? Large yeah. curtain. Okay. What? Wait. You're going to get what? some flack for that. I'm. That's Wait. fine, man. That stuff's fire. What? Is there Wait. a certain Curry, brand? Cottage cheese. Publix uh, is normally what I'll go for. The Publix brand? Now that I live in Florida. I don't know what that mm. means. But I eat, I go through about two large containers a week. No way. Way. No way. We. I mean, that's pretty simple. It only takes like a couple days to get through one. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but large curd? Like, if you go to the store and go to the cottage cheese section, there's there's a there's a row of small curd and a row of large curd. All the large curd is still there, and there are like two containers of small curd left. That should say something, right? More large curd for me. Okay. <laughs> I found a cottage cheese brand that I really liked. It's called um, Breakstone. Have you ever had Breakstone? Mm -mm. No. All right, you should you should pick it up. It's it it's phenomenal. Um, but that's my only contribution to that. <laughs> well, have Mine you guys? <laughs> a lot. Of, so in college, I found a, a lot of people don't know about Doritos and cottage cheese. I kind of yeah, threw up in a my lot mouth of people a little bit. Don't know about that. You guys didn't know about that either. <laughs> what is that? Literally, just take a bowl of cottage cheese and have some Doritos, and you dip the Doritos in the cottage cheese, and you eat it, and it's Ugh, amazing. No. And I, I will swear by it, and I encourage all of our listeners, mom, 
to try Doritos and cottage cheese. <laughs> hey, Mason, uh, did you know if you took a banana <laughs> and you, you, you dunked it in applesauce, it tastes just <laughs> like pumpkin pie? It's like double fruit. You take one fruit and add another fruit, and it's two fruit. <laughs> Mine's okay, so my, I, I, I initially want to make fun of you for the Doritos thing, but I actually kind of want to try it. So mm-hmm. I would be willing to try it, but I don't have high yeah. expectations. Mine is for Same. sure mac and cheese. I will take like a family-sized <laughs> mac and cheese, and I will down it in one sitting. And yeah, but you like, you like the instant mac and cheese. Um, I don't. You mean like the boxed, like the craft box? Yeah, that's too yeah. much work. Where just like powder cheese, you cook the noodles like the. Uh, no, no, no. I, don't I like mean, it. I'm I I will take anything. I yeah, I like the <laughs> box cheese, but I I will make anything. So okay, there's a common theme between the three of us. There, we all mention cheese. And oh, I, dairy is I've, my life. Yeah, I've read that cheese is literally addicting. Yeah, I've heard that as well. It also stops you from pooping. <laughs> oh, that could be another game for Mason doesn't understand games. Uh, I'm going to write this down. Yeah, you take note of that. Uh, it's, yeah. Okay, I want to move on to Landon because even... So this is uh, still a part of Facebook, Facebook Rewind, Rewind, except we're going to jump over to Twitter. So it's like Twitter Rewind. Rewind. Uh, so Landon, on January 19th of this year, you said... and this of is this um, year? Yes. Uh, that's my single tweet of the year then? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was pretty high up there. My last tweet. Um, and this is actually kind of a serious one, um, so transitioning from funny to, to more serious, but I, I really like what you said. So you said, I firmly believe the key to life is knowing my truth may not be the truth in all things always. And mm-hmm. one of the things that struck me about that was um, basically like... I think that really is the premise to just like a much more stress free, stress free and tolerant lifestyle that, um, you know, doesn't get so hung up on like I'm right all the time. Uh, I don't know if I'd agree with you on stress free, but it definitely yes, tolerant, hundred percent. I'm almost never uh, in an argument with people over anything ever, um. And it's not so much that I'm just like unsure of myself and my own opinions. It's more just I'm completely aware that uh, I don't know the truth of everything. And, and everybody has their own opinions and everybody has their own truth. But I wouldn't say it's stress-free because a lot of times you just you still don't know what the actual truth is. I kind of just con- contrasted myself. What's the word? Contrasting myself? I don't know. So how do you like... I guess Contradict in, yourself. Contradicted. There I you know go. words. <laughs> how do you... So for people that, that genuinely, truly believe that they're right... So there's some things that we universally agree on, like 2 plus 2 is 4. Except for Mason, he might argue that that's 5. But I could argue that. I'll yeah. make that a game. Go for it. So there's some some of that that we universally just agree on is truth. Um, but things that are a little more abstract, so religion being an example, most people that have a found faith in religion, um, their entire worldview collapses if they're wrong, basically. Mm -hmm. So for almost like a self-sanity reason, they have to maintain that they're right. Mm -hmm. Um, How does, like, how do you tread things that are really sensitive like that? Uh, As far as... 
when somebody is super opinionated <clears throat> on something coming to me with yeah, that opinion? Yeah, well, it, it, it's more like for me. For me, if somebody comes at me with a super opinionated idea or something like that, like if somebody has a religion um, that they firmly believe in, I will never ever question the their validity of their belief or anything like that. I would just like to have conversations to ask, you know, so what do you believe? Why, what are your reasons and things of that nature? But I probably won't go on the opposite end to try to prove them wrong just because there's, I don't feel there's an, a need to, and probably because I don't land into a category where I have a super strong belief in that um, to where I feel like I should argue with them. So kind of the line is drawn at like, Hey, like definitely for sure. believe what you believe, but don't like convince me or try to convince me that I'm wrong. Mm. Yeah. You mean like if somebody comes at me with that, let's flip it. Let's say somebody goes to, all right. So let's say you've got a Muslim and a Christian. Okay. Mm -hmm. And let's say the Muslim goes to the Christian and wants to argue that, um, they are correct and that the Christian worldview is incorrect what how should the christian react should he defend himself or should he say hey man i'm really glad you believe what you believe and that you found your truth um mm -hmm. agree to disagree like what would you argue is the the right um direction in that scenario well yeah understanding that the christian is going to be just as passionate about his worldview and especially thinking that the other person is is going to be uh going to hell potentially because they you know don't believe in the same thing uh I would say it's it's a hundred percent the conversation should be, yeah, I'm actually I'm super happy for you that that you're happy um and that you believe um in something that makes you a good moral human being. At the same time, here's what I believe. And I'm not trying to force this on you, but I just want to explain where I'm coming from because honestly, at the end of the day, everybody has their beliefs because of their background and you know, it's not like it came out of nowhere. So here's what I believe and why I believe it based upon my growing up and my experiences and things of that nature. But it, it should, I don't think it should ever be forced upon somebody else. I think as long as everyone's being a decent human being, then, then that's fine. Yeah. I think it's so important for people to just be able to say, I don't know. Mm. Regardless of what you believe, there's no point in, especially when it comes to religion, uh, it's so important for instead of getting into these arguments, nobody knows for sure. So just to be able to, yes, I believe what I believe, but at the same time, I don't know. This is just what I believe. So I'm not going to force that on someone else. I just think, yeah. unfortunately, you don't see that enough in today's, especially political climate. You don't see enough of, you know what? I'm not a, I'm not a professional on this topic, so I don't know. I think it, Especially with social media, all you see is the most extreme. Everybody's got an opinion, and they are so dead set firm on that being right. the one and only truth. Their truth you have being to the have one an and answer. only. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunate because I think the majority of people, if if they were real, would just be like, "Yeah, I don't know." Yeah, yeah and I, I think know. I think it's more productive if you have a group of people that are like, "I don't know." Uh, let's just talk about it versus a group of people that all have super strong opinions. Yeah, and that's I think that's totally fair. Um I would agree with that completely. So for me like I com I 100% identify as a born again Christian. Um but 
I also understand that I'm potentially not um, knowledgeable enough to to be able to go out and debate somebody or to really, nor do I have a desire to like shove it down someone's throat. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that like while you were talking um, was a quote came to mind from, you know, um, Penn and Teller, the two magicians. Um, so Penn, whose last name is Gillette. So Penn Gillette, basically he's um, quoted for saying, and I, I'm going to be paraphrasing here, but basically he said, how much do you have to hate me? Uh, if you're if you're a Christian and you believe that I'm going to hell if I don't believe in God, how much do you have to hate me to not tell me about your truth? Mm. Um, and that's that kind of I heard that years ago, and but that's never really left me because on the one hand I totally get, yeah, we're, we're, I don't want to be 100 percent like here's what I believe and you need to believe it because of X Y and Z and all of this, but at the same time it's like I think I think Penn brings up a really good point where. Um, what am I to do as far as like prof, you know, just telling people uh, about my beliefs um, that is like kind of writing this political line, but at, at the same time is still being genuine to my faith. Um, I don't know. Just kind of thinking through some of that. Yeah. I like that. Any other closing thoughts we're we're kind of getting close to our uh, our hour mark uh easter island statues are being threatened by tourists doing what to them easter island statues are threatened by tourists uh chipping like taking taking a piece of it right no climbing on it them? uh c- kind of yeah but doing what oh, after they climb on uh, it they're they're taking selfies on on their heads yes but they're also doing what Planking still, <laughs> bringing it back to 2014, <laughs> even earlier, 2010. Uh, no, they are climbing on the statues, getting a picture of them picking their noses. <laughs> oh. Man, people are so clever. Couldn't just use force perspective. Couldn't be yeah. creative with it. No. It's got to be legit. Had to do it in person. So that's all I've got. Hmm. That I like that closer. Yeah. That was a good one. I don't. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to I'm Telling Mom or ITM. Uh, super glad you guys could join us. Definitely tune in next week. Uh, we'll have some super more glad. some more spicy content. Some, uh, man, I almost said hot and tasty pods, which I would have felt bad about. You can't. Yeah, no, you can't do that. But on, on that note, <laughs> please go listen to Cashing In with TJ Miller. <laughs> Uh, wonderful podcast. Yeah, they're a good podcast friend. Uh, TJ Miller and Cash uh, Levy are are, are good um, podcast good friends, friends of ours. Of ours. Yeah. Uh, we were just in Vegas. Uh, what was it, guys? Two weeks ago. Uh, w- yeah, with about the two, of two them. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should have heard what TJ said that one time. That was crazy. oh gosh, that was so great. Yeah, yeah I that can't one say time. it. Can't say it over here. Uh, but. Gosh, TJ, <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> Anyway, guys, have a great week. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Are we done? Next time on I'm Telling Mom. It wasn't really your butt. It was like your thighs. And so it was... 
like he would just whip your thigh and it hurt. It stung so bad. Sucks to be you guys. Is this abuse? Are we talking about abuse right now? Is this the episode that we find out that we're abused? Episode two, we find out that we need to go to the psychiatrist.